Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Brutal Honesty with me, Kay Renee, Season 3, Episode 2. So, first things first, I just want to say thank you to everyone who listened to uh, the premiere of Season 3 on uh, last week, Tuesday. Thank you to everyone who listened. I was, not gonna lie, was kind of scared because I didn't think that you guys would like my book recommendations since I was just talking about books but you guys actually liked it and one person one of my listeners said that she was going to actually read um all one out because of how I recommended it so go me I'm very proud of myself and with that being said I stepped out on faith again this year and I made a YouTube channel so for now on I'll be talking about all of my books on that specific channel and it's called K K the Bookworm. Um, my first video is out right now, so make sure you like, comment, subscribe. You know what I'm saying? Blah blah blah. blah. But you know, Wednesday I was just like, you know, cause I watch YouTube all the time, and I wanted to do YouTube since high school, but I was always camera shy to do it. So I was like, you know what? Let me just step out on faith and see, you know, what could happen. Cause I stepped out on faith with stepped out on faith with the podcast and it's doing well you know we were a year in over 2,000 plays you know we're in different countries along with you know the U.S. so I was like why not just step on our face with this one too so so far everything's going great I learned how to make my banner my intro my outro and my watermark with and I recorded and edited my first video all within like two days of each other so I'm doing the damn thing, you know what I'm saying? So, even though I really can't use my undergraduate degree in the corporate world, at least I could be, you know, a, cre- a content creator and you're creative and do, you know, um, share my love of books to the world instead of just you guys. So, I'm honestly on here, I'm just kind of just going to do like a current read of what I'm reading. And then, but if you want to, but if you guys want to go to exactly here, more in depth of what I'm reading then go on my YouTube channel and check it out that way but I'll leave my uh link in the description about in the description box below here so you guys can uh check my video out and if you like what you see then subscribe comment and like for me let me know that you're from BH and when you do that um just do like a a orange heart send like an orange heart since orange is my favorite color and that'll let me know that you're from my podcast so yeah so this past weekend was 4th of July, as you guys know, but uh, we black and we don't celebrate that. So we just basically just cooked out because it's my cousin's little birthday, my little cousin's birthday party. So we had something small at the house, which was cool. Nothing major, just, you know, family. I was supposed to do something with my cousin Brandon, as you guys know, but uh, last minute change of plan. So I just hanged out with the family, which was so cool. I still had to be a time. And... Sunday is my mommy's birthday, so mom, if you're listening, happy early birthday. I love you, love you so much, and we're just going to be just doing crabs. That's what she wanted, just, you know, just the, her, my dad, and my brother, just doing crabs, nothing more, nothing less, what she wanted for her birthday, that's what she's getting. The um, only thing that she wanted from me was her air fryer, which she finally has, and she's been using it ever since she got it, so yeah, so that's what she's been using on that. And that's really much what's been going on with me and my updates and stuff. Um, just to guys give you an update on my current reads, I am currently reading two books right now, which is uh, The Good Luck Girls by Charlotte. 
excuse me, I gotta get the book. Charlotte Nicole Davis and the Black Flamingo by David Ada, I believe. Ada, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I think it's David. Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh, I was way off. Dean Ada. Ooh, I'm not David Dean. So yeah, those are the two books that I'm reading right now. If I'm being completely honest, I like the good the good luck girls a little bit more than the Black Flamingo. I even though I heard Black Flamingo is a really you know good book, I've also heard nothing but great reviews from it. When it comes to the good luck girls, I've heard mixed reviews, but since like the first, maybe the first second chapter, it got me hooked. So I might finish these probably by the end of the month. So if you guys want to hear a more in depth. Uh, about these two books definitely go on my youtube channel and plus i did finish you should see me in a crowd you should see me in a crown by leah johnson and let me just say that book was amazing i loved everything about that book five out of five stars i did a review on my instagram so check that out but it's really about this girl named uh liz lightly who goes to a predominantly white high school and she's ready to get out of high school. She's a senior. She's a valedictorian of her class and she has everything basically all her ducks in a row. And the only thing that she's missing is a scholarship from this college that she got accepted to. But she doesn't get a, but she doesn't get the scholarship that she thought. So now she's trying to figure out a, she's trying to figure out a way to get money to go to the school without having to ask her grandparents so one of her friends basically suggests that she um she enters the prom king and queen contest and whoever went and whoever wins that gets a scholarship and she needs the money so she decides to join and during her time you basically get to see the ups and downs of how one friendship that she did have previously kind of rekindles back into action and she also meets a, uh, one of her love her love interests which is Mac who's a new girl and you see the ups and downs of that relationship so it's it, it is a very it is a rom-com something that's totally different on a different out of my element when it comes to books but I truly truly enjoyed it uh, it was funny it didn't make me smile a lot towards the end and I could definitely see that into either a movie or a tv show so yeah but that's the book that I just got done reading and those are the two books that i'm currently reading so and that's really what's going on with me right now so we're gonna take a quick break and get back into the topic of the night all right and we're back so i've decided to do this episode as sports pandemic part two and the reason why i did that is because we even though i talk about sports a lot. Uh, I realized that I, you know, I really didn't give another update exactly what's going on. Granted, I did say last week that, you know, Cam is not with the Patriots and you know, he got his contract and all that other stuff. But there's a lot of other big stuff that was going on that's been going on in the NFL as well as the NBA and WNBA. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So first on the docket is the NFL. And if you've been loving under the rock, then you know who has the highest paid contract in NFL history? I'm going to you know, take a break, take a quick pause if you know who that is. But if you don't, it is Patrick Mahomes, who is the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Chiefs won the Super Bowl uh, back in February. So he signed a 10-year deal. And over those 10 years, he will receive $503 million dollars. 
and this man is only 24 years old. That is crazy to me. Not to mention he gets uh, 140 million guaranteed. So that's crazy. Like I think I was what I was doing. I think I was either reading or I remember watching TV and I got the notification on ESPN, and I was just like, "Damn, like that is huge." Like go Black King go. Like that's the and to say that's the highest like highest paid like NFL player period. In history, that's like that's ridiculous. And he's only twenty four. Like he's getting higher than you think he did. I think from what I said, like Brett Favre, and Ben and Dak Prescott, like he's getting higher than that. So I thought that was super super dope. Um, Colin Kaepernick is getting a. I want to say I believe it's a show with Disney. I know he signed a deal with Disney and I know Ava DuVernay is going to be directing whatever he signed. I think it's like, I believe it's a show. I think it's a show about Colin's uh, life growing up. I think from high school and college, if I'm not mistaken, if I read it correctly. So yeah, thought that was pretty dope, especially what's going on, especially what's been going on with everything far as what he stood for back um, about, about maybe like three years ago. For him getting blackballed in the NFL, for Roger Goodell, admitting um, like, now that the NFL was wrong for, you know, letting them not kneel when, you know, they weren't kneeling because they were disrespect to the flag or anything. They were kneeling because of the injustice of black people. But my thing is this. Yeah, you could say that, you know, yeah, we were blah, 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 blah. But have that same energy with Colin. Apologize the calling don't say we, the NFL was wrong as a people yeah have that same energy the calling apologize to Colin Kaepernick that's all we want like let if he still wants to let him you know be able to try out for the football team if he if he wants to I mean if he doesn't then cool I understand because I know he signed a disclosure agreement where I think he got a, a good amount of money from you know from the uh the the uh court case that he did with the NFL but apologize or not, man. Yeah, you, you can say you wrong all day, but it doesn't count unless you apologize to Colin Kaepernick. So apologize to him. And then the next thing on my list when it comes to the NFL is NFL. Um, I'm going to say this. What the hell are you doing? They, If you haven't heard, they're going to be doing the Black National Anthem, which is Lift Every Voice. Lift every voice and sing. Week one of the game. So every game, every game on week one, whatever game you play, you're going to be hearing lift every voice and sing. Now, I don't know if it's going to be every week for the next 16 weeks, but I know for a fact it's going to be week one. Why the fuck are you doing that? Yeah, you want to, you know, I understand that you want to stand up for Black Lives Matter, you know, and stand up to the injustice. But really, the Black National Anthem? Seriously? Like, that's all you fuck you could come up with? Bruh, come on. And even though I am black, I only know the first verse. I'm not gonna lie to you. I know the first verse. I know. That's all I know. I only know the first verse of the song. I'm in a little bit of the second and third. But I honestly, by heart, just know the first verse of the song. I When I read that, I thought it was just like... I see where they're trying to do, but at the same time, they could have did a lot better when it came to marketing with that. So, yeah. I just thought that was kind of fucking stupid in my opinion. 
But it's the NFL, so what you, you know, what you gonna do? So that's really about it with the NFL. Now let's hop over into the basketball side of things. And the first thing I want to talk about is um huge shout out to McDoo Maker. If you haven't heard about him, he is the 611 16th overall ranked for from ESPN. He is going to the prestigious Howard University on a basketball scholarship. He tweeted uh, July 3rd, which was last week Friday, on Twitter, I think at like 3 o'clock in the morning, I believe, that he decided that he's going to go to Howard to play college ball over UCLA, Kentucky, and Memphis. I thought that was huge, especially especially with what's been going on in the world today and the times that's been going on to have a like a for him to be 611 in number 16 ranks overall in like the country that's huge that is freaking huge and me and my dad was talking about it when it happened and he even me and my dad agreed like if those pros want you they're going to come to you and he said the reason why he did that is because he just felt that in his heart it was the best decision that he wanted to go to and that he wanted to start it. He wanted to start the movement so others can follow. And I know I think that I've seen, like, another pro, I think another top uh, basketball player debating if he wanted to go to HBCU too. And I know I think about two high-ranked football players. I know one from Vanderbilt, one that was, I think, at Vanderbilt. I think he is going to Alcorn, if I'm not mistaken. And I think another one is going to Arkansas Pine Bluff. Where's your HBCUs as well? Um, Alcorn University, State University is in Mississippi. So I thought that was huge and really, really dope that, you know, a lot of, like, you know, black athletes are starting to realize that there's more than, you know, the Big Ten, there's more than the SEC, the SEC, there's more than the ACC. Like, before we could even go to those schools, we had to learn to say our people had to go to HBCU. And for people who didn't know, I went to two HBC- HBCUs when I started my college journey. I went to Allen back in 2012. I did a semester. It was cool, but I didn't really like it. I didn't like the I didn't like the environment I was at. Uh, I just felt as if it was it was way too small for me. I felt like I was back in high school again. So I left Allen. And uh, after fall semester, I came back home, sat out semester, and then I reapplied to state, and I South Carolina State, which is in Orangeburg, shout out to the Bulldogs. And I did a year there, and I absolutely loved my freshman year. I used to be did my freshman year, and I absolutely loved my freshman year. If it wasn't for my grandmother being sick as she was, I probably would have graduated from state. That was the only reason why I came back home, was because my grandmother got sick. And I wanted to, you know, just spend more time with her. But... Yeah, that's the reason why I low-key just came back. So I feel as you know, especially with a lot of, you know, top athletes like Jerry Rice and Shannon, um, Shannon uh, Sharp, I think that's his name, I believe. The dude that, yeah, Shannon and uh, who else here said Jerry Rice and there's a lot of other, I can't really think of top of my dome right now, but there's a lot of other, you know, like NFL Hall of Famers that came from HBCU, so I think it's dope. I honestly do believe, especially what's been going on in the world, that a lot of players who are like you know top ranked are going to be going to HBC, going to HBCUs to get you know just to have that. Not even just the be 
like to say that I'm on an HBCU, like a HBCU team to get exposure for the school, but I just feel as if to get the, like, you know, just to get the experience. Like, I've been for, like, I did, like I said, I did state for a year, and it's nothing like a HBCU experience. Like, homecoming's lit, basketball season's lit, football season's lit, like, everything over it is lit. So, that's just me. That's my personal opinion. But, when uh NBA and WNBA. So, f- this week, I think Tuesday and Wednesday, they flew down, or either they flew or they drove down to uh Orlando because, you know, the season's about to start for the W... Uh, for the NBA, the season's about to start, I think, towards the end of this month, as well as the WNBA. Even though the WNBA should have been started since last month. And... They're in Orlando. I know they had to be quarantined. I know the WNBA for sure had to be, you know, once they got to their hotel, they had to be quarantined in their room for four days. And then once the four days were up, whenever they were go to practice and come back to practice, they had to get um temperature checked and I think checked like every day, which was like a drag. But let me just tell you guys, um, WNBA says, I'm going to need y'all to get better fucking living conditions for the people. They already, and I'm saying, I'm a huge, and people who don't know me, I'm a huge advocate for the WNBA. I love the WNBA. I love everything that they stand for. I'm a huge fan of the Dallas Wings. And the reason why I was a huge fan of the Dallas Wings was because of Scholar Diggins, but she left to go to uh, Arizona. But I'm still a big fan of the Wings. So I'm going to need y'all, this period, just the whole organization to do better with y'all, like, like managing people's like living conditions because before this even happened before the corona even existed i know i think i read it one day um i think i was on twitter one day and i think i saw the seattle shop stating how they had to fly i think they're playing the game i think they were trying to go back to seattle and they basically like they flew so they went to the airport got on airport from there flew to another airport I think that layover was about, I think about a five or six hour layover. And then that's when they realized that the fucking, um, the, mind you, they're around a commercial. Then I realized, and then they realized that the plane wasn't working. So they had to wait hours at the airport just to get on a bus and go fucking home. That was, when I read that, I thought that was ridiculous. I thought it was crazy. I thought it was stupid. Like, granted, they don't make as much money as the NBA, but still, come on, bro. Get it together. Like, get it together. And then uh, there was a video from Kayla Johnson, and she was showing how, I think on Tuesday, how the living conditions is. is like, How the living conditions are for the NWNBA, and it's fucking disgusting. Like, she thinks she just showed the laundromat with how they're supposed to wash their clothes, and it was like bed bugs and rats and rat droppings and spider droppings and dead fucking worms everywhere like cool fucking like but yeah you're supposed to be in quarantine and you got us living like this really really like come on like why would you put that put those people in those type of conditions like in those type of conditions like what why and then the and then the food is disgusting. I know there was this one um, gosh, place for the sky. She plays for Chicago Sky, 
uh da, 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 it's on the tip of my head but i can't remember um i know she's a vegetarian and she was telling you know the people at the hotel listen i'm a vegetarian which you guys give me i cannot eat i'm a straight vegetarian they kept giving her this same food with meat to where she has to go to the bar of the hotel and eat the same food every day and nothing has been changed the living conditions the way the WNBA is treated is just absolutely ridiculous. It's ridiculous. If anything, they play just as hard, just as you know, just as powerful as the men do. Granted, everybody basically clowns them. I don't clown them because I gave them honestly give them fucking ton ton of fucking respect. Because not only are they bas you know, famous basketball players, some of them are wives, some of them are some some of them are mothers. Like, fucking, like, come on. Just show, give more respect. Just give more respect to them. That's all I really have to say about that. And the only thing that the NBA, from what I've seen, is really complaining about is just the food. <laughs> um, I think there was, like, a picture-to-picture picture on Twitter where they said, like, this is how the WNBA laundromat is, and this is how the NBA laundromat is. And the NBA laundromat was, looked way better, well, 100% better than the WNBA. So I just feel as if, just not even us as a people, but just the organization just needs to do a lot better when it comes to the WNBA. Like treat your employees like employees and not trash, and you'd be a hundred percent better. I promise you. But I know there was a lot of people, uh, who decided to opt out on this season. And I know that I think it took like a pay cut. I know they got paid for June. I thought they were getting paid for July as well. But my homeboy was like, no, they're not getting paid for this month either. So if they decide not to play, then that's their like they're not getting paid for it, which I think is kind of wrong in a sense, because like we you know, we can't help a pandemic. But at the same time, I'm not going to be out here playing, you know, sweating and, you know, you're gonna, we're not playing in front of, you know, fans or anything, but I'm basically going to be up on other people and I'm risking my health, you know, just to get a paycheck. Me personally, I don't think it's right that they're not getting paid, but I'm not, you know, the big dude. I'm not the big, you know, the big person on charge. So I, all I could do is give you my opinion. But I'm ready to see how uh, the NFL, NBA, and WNBA is going to be this season. Um, I know that the NFL said that they're still going to be doing their 16 games. I know that they had to cut uh, preseason shorts. I think they're just doing two two games now because they start their training camp uh, later this month as well. Because normally they would have already been in training camp and we already probably would have had like the first game first preseason game probably like towards the end of this month so the fact that they're only two they're only doing two preseason two preseason games uh says a lot so we'll have to just see how things are going to go i know that it's going to be huge different i know far as college football i know a lot of them said that they were protesting not to do it i know uh, a lot of, i know a lot of players said that they had coronavirus and some of them got tested so I think one college said that all their players got tested. Either the staff or the players, all of them tested positive for corona. So, I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm excited to see how this season is going to go because I told myself I was going to get more into football, WNBA, and basketball this season. 
But at the same time, I'm a little bit nervous because I don't think it's going to be the same atmosphere like it was. But sports heads need this, so we have to see how it goes. But y'all, that's really all I really had to talk about this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope that I wasn't rambling all over the place this time like I did last time. And um, until we talk again, uh, like I said, just keep uh, you guys be safe. For real, for real, please, 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 please continue to be safe. I know that there's a lot of, uh, like, testing that's going up and up and up and up and up. South Carolina is basically back in the high zone. We were in the low, but we're back in the high now. I think we're, like, in the orange level. So keep us in your prayers. If you live in Texas, Florida, or California, definitely, I'm definitely in your prayers because, oof, Jesus Christ, I know that's a lot going on down there. But you guys keep being safe, um, keep wearing your mask when you guys go out, when you get home, wash your hands, social distance if you can. And until next time, have faith, have confidence, be you, always, always, always love you. And remember, no matter how bad the storm gets, always remember to carry you guys' umbrella. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.